The following podcast contains strong language and ridiculous cartoon scenarios conjured up by two self-proclaimed comedy wizards. Between you and me, they're more like Saturday morning court jesters fueled by sugary cereal. But either way, the opinions expressed and presented are mere musings, so please humor their well-intentioned hijinks with a laugh and not by taking anything they say seriously. Unless, of course, you want to pay them to say something else. You could always use a new pair of shoes. <laughs> ReviewParty.com listener. Hello. Hi. It's good to see you. I'm Brent. I'm Matt. Hello. This is ser- this is serious business. I know it says comedy on the podcast, mm-hmm. but this time we're serious. Mm-hmm. Just like a review, every single review you read on the internet, you got to take serious. It's business. This isn't personal. <laughs> the reviews never have personal information exposed to them <laughs> ever. All right. And that's why we th- thought it was what? a safe thing to make a comedy podcast about. Even though it was sort of it's sort of serious, we thought mm, maybe we could put a spin on this. I like a spin. You know that's uh, you spin me right round, baby mm-hmm. right round. Mm-hmm. Pretty nice eighties one hit wonder. <laughs> Pretty nice. That's my review. Business. <laughs> Business. Pretty nice. Four and a half stars. I would give that song. Um. I I I'll, I want to start this week. Start this one. Let us re- look at some reviews from various places and talk about yes. them in a business-like yes. and serious manner. Yes, I have my suit and tie <laughs> for this Amazon review of South Organic Fruits Organic Apple Honeycrisp, forty-eight ounce bag. It's a bag of apples. Forty-eight ounce bag. I wonder how many ounces are in an apple. A, a six, six to eight. Mm, Honeycrisp are pretty big. They're big. It was some boss apples. Mm-hmm. I think yeah, five or six is probably safe, safe to bet. So, what a dozen apples, give or take, right? Depending on these particular sizes. Mm-hmm. Got a healthy bag here. You could really, you really wallop someone with. <laughs> <laughs> You can really get a mean uppercut going with the softball pitch style. Uh, but don't take it from us. Nick has a lot to say about these honey crispers. He titles his review, Hail Honeycrisp. Okay. He writes, is the Honeycrisp the best apple variety ever developed? No. That would be sweet tango. It is the best variety that everyone in the U.S. can get. Yes, hands down. A properly grown Honeycrisp is sweet and crisp in perfect balance. It has none of the qualities of a Red Delicious, and that is what makes it awesome. Would I recommend letting Whole Foods select apples for you and deliver them? No. They haven't met an apple that they don't want to bruise during delivery. (laughs) Semicolon. Even the worst, most bruised Honeycrisp is one billion times better than a gala or a Macintosh. Five stars. I was not expecting the gala hate. The Macintosh, the those are like the worst. Macintosh is a you oh you are you put Macintosh in the worst, huh? I think if I'm thinking if I'm thinking of, of the right apple <laughs> That's like the awfully dark red that they used to serve at school, right? A Macintosh just is the like red dust. with a little bit of green. When I picture an apple tree, that's the apple I picture on it. Maybe I'm thinking of the red delicious. It's got the waxy okay. outside. No, no, the one with just, that's just deep red. That looks like a cartoon yeah. apple. Yeah, what the heck is that? I'm Googling red delicious <laughs> to make sure. That's a red delicious. Okay, red delicious is peak worst apple. Tastes like dust. Tastes like dust and sadness. <laughs> The Red Delicious hate Which is, is warranted. Fine. Basic. Or God, Macintosh. Macintosh is fine. Red Delicious garbage. Yeah. So Red confused. Delicious is like wet sawdust mashed together and put in like a plastic coating. Gala, fine. I don't know. Honeycrisp are dang excellent. Honeycrisp are definitely A to S tier apples. You know, I'm glad we launched immediately into Apple tier listing here because that's exactly what I'm I a bit of an oddity I do like golden delicious assuming they're not too soft it's, it's just something different you know what's a terrible guilty pleasure of mine <laughs> what's that golden delicious you, you cut off the skin you say fuck the gold I just want the delicious okay? <laughs> okay and then you salt that bitch whoa okay 
Have you had a salted apple? I had. Don't know that I have. I mean, I'm sure I've had salt and apple in the same mouth yeah. <laughs> at one time. It's just like a shortcut to an apple pie. It's kind of like it makes you realize why white people went crazy for some for some salt back in you know <laughs> back in the bad times. <laughs> okay, it's just it's good. It just, it just take it like brings out the natural flavor. It's obviously very bad for you. But a gold delicious with salt on it's crazy. So is so are uh, Granny Smiths, which are my favorite Big apple. Big fan. But Fuji, dude, Fuji's nice. I love a Fuji. Fuji is juicy, right? You get a yeah. good juicerman Fuji. Ugh. And they're developing new apples like all the time. They're like, hey, we've been working on this for twenty years. Guess what? This, the Galaxy Stardust is about oh, to drop. Oh, the Galaxy. I have one of those. Like yeah, I worked at the health food grocery store, so you, I was always on the cutting edge of new funky fruits, right? I had one of those red suck, red on the inside red, suckers. The red suckermans. Uh, I'm going to send you the picture right now. Yeah. Just what, the, just, the Mark Zuckerberg apple? Give me 10 seconds. Picture you like, oh, yeah, this this was supposed to be red on the inside when you, when you bite into it. Look at how red... Oh, this apple is on the inside. It looks like a like um a plum. Looks like I poured Kool Aid on it. <laughs> it does. But wow, are those good? It was delicious. Yes. I'm. I, I've got an article here. All right. Uh huh. This is the best content review parties ever had. Apple <laughs> discourse. I got the best new types of apples ever. Oh, Jazz is on here. Jazz, Jazz. sucks. Hmm. Jazz apples. Fuck them. Kanzi, never heard of Cosmic Crisp. That's, that's, the, a, that's the new banger on the block. Yeah, that one doesn't fuck around, my guy. <laughs> Cosmic Crisp kind of slaps. It's like a Giga Honey Crisp. <laughs> I mean, I love Cosmic Bowling. I love sure. crispy things. I can only imagine it's got to be everything I ever wanted. Sweet Tango, apparently that's pretty new. Oh, this is... <laughs> okay, let me just read this. Uh, tasteofhome.com uh, excerpt about Sweet Tango apples. Sweet Tango doesn't compromise when it comes to the crunch. The Guinness <laughs> Book reported the world's loudest apple. It's crunch no. equaling the ring of an alarm no. clock. Lots of people love Sweet Tango because its flavor dances between sweet and sour. You can put it into an apple crisp or pair it with pork chops, but we're sure you'll be devouring them fresh too. I have that... Bravo to whoever wrote that copy. The flavors <laughs> dancing between sweet and sour. Shout out to Kim Bussing who uh, wrote that. Kim is bussing her butt all over these apples. Oh, the loud crunch factor. <laughs> like, I've had sweet tango and they're just they're good. They're at least B. I don't remember thinking that motherfucker crunching. <laughs> More than anything else. Yeah, sometimes you like a little little too. If it's a crispy crunch, that's fine. But you Yeah, know, that's maybe I'm a I'm a crisp enjoyer more than a crunch enjoyer. So you the grab crunch a, a pear two days too soon and you're like, this mother's crunchy. <laughs> this is no good. It's like eating a fucking crunch bar. It's just like there's candy, it's made of like a rocky bit. This is awful. Uh <laughs> Anything else to say about this fruit discourse? I'd love you, actually to talk about it for an hour. Don't order but. produce through grocery delivery, I guess, is the take-home lesson. <laughs> yeah. It's not going to be handled with care. Yeah, Nick kind of said, if you gotta, this is the way to go. But, yeah, I hope, you know, I hope in my heart of hearts that our listeners don't have to live in a food desert where they have to resort to doing this. That is a reality for some people. It is. But if you can, support your local grocers, bro. They're getting them apples for you. Support your local old Italian man grocery store. Support that local, what, not the barrio. That's not the, what, the, what do they call? Bodega. Stores in New York? Bodega, dude. I wish we had some dagas. <laughs> some bodago. Lubega. Lou, I have to be careful what I'm saying. Some lubodegas around, uh, around Wisconsin. <laughs> I have an IMDb review for a little movie called Tommy Boy. That's like my favorite movie. Uh, this is a review from <laughs> Tomas B. Bloodhound. Tomas titles his review, 
the second hardest I ever laughed at a theater, period. Tomas writes, I won't go into details about this film, basically because there aren't many worth mentioning. <laughs> it's okay. just a funny just a funny little romp with Farley and Spade annoying each other and trying to sell some brake pads in their spare time. I must, however, say that one scene almost had me on the sticky floor of the theater because I was laughing so hard. In the scene, the duo are driving down a highway in Spade's recently trashed GTX. An old Carpenter song is playing on the radio and the two are emotionally singing along with it. That alone is funny enough. <laughs> then, the hood of the car pops up and they skid wildly out of control. <laughs> this produces a hilarious argument culminating in Spade smacking Farley in the head with a 2 by 4 The only time I have ever laughed harder in public was during the snowman scene in Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> That's all I really have to say about this film. Farley was an adorable slug of a guy. <laughs> I miss him, even though some of his films were real stinkers. I'd give it 8 out of Cap. 10 stars. So saith the Hound. The Hound says the second loudest he ever laughed in public gets 8 out of 10. Come on, my guy. Tommy Boy is a 10. Instant classic. Yo, what are you, what are you waiting for? What's going <laughs> to... You're rolling on the floor. That movie, and there are little details worth mentioning about that movie. Besides the hilarious comedy, there's a lot of heart in that movie. There's a lot of heart. A lot of serious acting. A lot of, there is. There is a lot of moments that are like, oh my goodness. There is plenty of levity to, or not levity. What's the opposite of levity? Plenty of down moments to make the moments of levity even even more. <laughs> it's not brevity, but... <laughs> Brevity, levity, there's a lot of, of whatever. A lot of itties. You know what I'm saying? Levity makes me think of levitation as in rising up. So the opposite of levitating is sinking. Sinkity. <laughs> there's tragedy. There's tragedy. tragedy to make the levity. That's what I was kind of thinking probably. No, spoiler alert for the 20-year-old movie. In the last scene when he's on the dinghy and he's talking to his – talking to the wind, let's say. Mm -hmm. And there's a little – there's – the wind picks up and the sails and the little fish jumps in the water. And it's a, it's a, there's a special energy to that movie besides the hilarious. So this, this I was I was thinking while he was recounting the hilarious Carpenter's uh -huh. uh, car spin <laughs> through the Midwest scene. And what a lo love letter to the Midwest, by the way. But anyway, we could just talk for two hours just recounting the funny gags in that movie because every yeah. gag's a hit. <laughs> Tommy Boy is like the Ed, Ed, and Eddie of movies. Every gag in that movie is super funny. That said, the the only time he ever laughed harder was the snowman scene in Dumb and Dumber. When when Harry puts the, <laughs> the carrot and coal on the snowman as a little dick. I wouldn't even say that it's a scene. That is no. like a, a, an off gag. Like that's like a that gag isn't even. It's filling time, man. Right. It's like B roll. <laughs> it's like it was just a little part of a montage, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> there are insanely much more funny moments in that movie. In both of these movies, I the the laxative crank <laughs> scene, amazing. The, the the policeman drinking the pee pee from the beer bottle, <laughs> sucking back grandpa's old cough medicine. A lot of good stuff. Oh, a lot of good stuff. A lot of meat on them comedy bones for sure. I just the audacity to to the most Chris Farley Chris Farley movie, and to call out other Chris Farley's movies. They ain't winning no Emmys, bro, but they got <laughs> there's some good shit in though. Every single one of them. Even yeah. Almost Heroes, which is like a weird Matthew Perry movie. Matthew Perry, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, you watch that movie, the first time you see Chris, he's, you know, he's trying to show off what a good tracker he is. He smells some, he finds some buffalo shit, you know, <laughs> taking a big, he starts taking big whiffs of it. He points up and he says this, oh. About two, three miles that way, there's there's a herd of buffaloes. And he's like, oh, you, you learned that just from smelling the buffalo chip? And he said, no. I see them right over there. Look. I just <laughs> like the smell. 
come on, bro. That's worth the price of admission right there. Turd uh, smelling quality, jokes? Quality. It's like this podcast, dude. We got long, <laughs> Yeah. As long as we're on uh, the, the momentary gross tangent. <laughs> I forgot one important detail from my in-school puking story last week. Uh, if, if you recall, or maybe not, I, I was sick in the morning, but my mom made me go to school. And then during reading time, Amelia Bedelia, I, I felt the, the, the barf coming up. And I clasped my hand over my mouth. But then the second wave sent it streaming through my fingers all over the book (laughs) and everything. (laughs) Yes. I'm sure the the regular listeners are so happy to hear that. Yep, 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 yep. yep, Back back here. Uh, No, no. It's burned in my memory. Retina forever. (laughs) I don't know how I forgot one critical detail. Was that, of course, we were in little like quads of desks in second grade. Oh, shit. And... Yeah, that makes farting uh, in class really embarrassing. Yeah. Those second grade quads, by the way. Uh, Jackie s- was sitting sitting closest to me, and <laughs> after I spew all over the book, she raises her hand. <laughs> <laughs> just like I'm like, are you ser- are you serious, Jackie? Come on, just scream or or yell or something. There's barf in the room. You don't you don't need to raise your hand <laughs> for that. Everyone's aware. <laughs> Everyone's down with the sickness right now. Uh, do you have some fresh hot sickness yeah, for me? I got some sick we can wade through. Um, this one's pretty funny. Another Amazoner. We got the Streetwise Pain Pen. 25 million stun gun. <laughs> that sounds- 25 million what? Uh, you don't, don't find out. Better not. Yeah, it's a little taser the size of a of a pen, uh, for for personal safety. Uh, Chris with a K, Chris seven seven seven, titles their review not perfect, but they write easy to use. Had to return the first one because the safety switch broke, but the exchange was easy and problem didn't happen again. It makes a loud noise and it's pretty scary. However, I accidentally zapped myself in the chest. <laughs> And it really wasn't that bad. Not oh, pleasant, no. but wouldn't stop me, for example, if I was after you. Which points <laughs> out that the safety got turned accidentally while hanging on the inside of my shirt. All in all, though, I'm keeping it. Four stars. Um, uh, there's a lot in a little right there. <laughs> yeah, that one's, that one's dense. How do you hmm, how do you accidentally tase? I guess people accidentally shoot themselves all the time, accidentally tase themselves too, but on your chest? So this is like a, a little locket of a of a taser, I'm guessing. That's how the safety got turned off. It's a, it's a pen, so he had the he had it in his pen on a his, chain or like in a breast pocket. I can think it was in his breasticle pocket. <laughs> and he was, you know, this is a man's man. This is an every dude. He was getting up to something, you know, something kind of crazy, some wrestling in the office, perhaps. Oh, yeah. Office wrestling happens more than you, th- you might think. Some mountain climbing. You know, you got to have the sun gun on you. You never know when an eagle might might cougar. step. Some kind of cougar. <laughs> Old lady who likes younger men and or. Mountain cat, you know, either way, zapping them down. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, uh, something just tells me that if it's the size of a pen, it's not going to be that strong. It's never going to be that strong. Sure. Unless it's super secret NASA fabricated. Not some Amazon cheapo garbage. Uh, I don't know. You seen Men in Black? The Magic Cricket, dude. That thing's pretty powerful. I don't know, one one zap out of this pen? I don't know. Oh, what a, you think this is a one and done. You're scared that, you know, oh, you have multiple assailants. This might be useless. <laughs> right. Particularly if it didn't in- incapacitate its wielder when it was accidentally used. Yeah. Like, what good would this do in a sort of Ip Man Jackie Chan movie. Yeah, if you need to fight through a corridor or something, the classic <laughs> corridor uh, traipsing, not tra- traversal, the corridor traversal. Uh-huh. If you need to, <laughs> for some reason, you know, your world turns two-dimensional and 
you've got to yes. just proceed through this corridor of men and pipe uh-huh. wrenches and pipes. Uh, I'm guessing the, the, the zappy pen isn't going to isn't going to stick with you through the end of the hall. Yeah, follow me, audience. Okay. So, like you mentioned, you know, while trapezing, (laughs) violently trapezing your way through a side-scrolling death march, using whatever in the environment you can, very Uh Jackie Chan, very, you know, grab this chair, smack, beat this guy up with this ladder, fight this guy with this tarp style. Naturally. I, I, you kind of want the streetwise pain pen to be... The Mario Two Wind Flute of oh. of weaponry <laughs> against the sides. You kind of just want, you know, it should be a cheat code where you just zap, 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 zap. You don't got to go through all the effort of of trying to Looney Tunes ladder attack people, <laughs> you know, or break bottles and and get really gnarly with it. You just want to sort of sort of hotkey your way through this situation. And I think what that's what the paint pen should be offering. But it seems like a one and doneer. Yes, again, he said this wouldn't stop me if I were after you, <laughs> which is really creepy for anyone to say. Yeah, that we did have to come back to that. <laughs> That's like, why did that thought cross your mind? You didn't need to like, say that. You didn't need to reveal that 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 you had that thought to to the listening uh, audience. The elect- the electric shock barely. It just almost basically deflected off my pecs, you know. <laughs> a man of, of of above average size and strength such as myself. <laughs> I'm going to be uh, honest, it only made me meaner. Kind of thing where, like, you, you punch the bad guy and they go, Now I'm angry! And they get powered <laughs> up. That's what I would do if hit by this. You think I'm, I'm zapped and I'm done and I'm gone, but really you just boosted my heart rate. You just boosted my Street Fighter Super Bar, dude. Yeah. That's all you did. You're just feeding my super over here. And why unleash it? As, it, as stuff gets all side scrolly, bro, you can't <laughs> stop me. <laughs> That's the problem. Whoever controls the side scroll P- POV controls the battle. Is really uh, what's going on here, I think. That's a little pen I'd like to have. <laughs> a pen that makes your world into a side-scroll POV so you can just oh, beat yeah. ass. Oh, yeah. As long as it comes with, like, the soundtrack. The industrial soundtrack oh. that you know is pumping under that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Some crazy melody. Some crazy screaming instrument. I see it, dude. I see it. I think we should... uh we should go listen to some sweet industrial music on this break. It sounds good to me. Let's, that sounds good to me, bruh. Hey, everybody. Thank you for listening to our lovely little podcast. If you'd like to go above and beyond in supporting our show or have the most fabulous conversation starter since sliced bread, go to reviewparty.com.com. Click on shop and explore some fabulous t-shirt designs. Where's your favorite place to wear a t-shirt? On my body. <laughs> mine, mine is at the store. <laughs> that is a good place to wear a t-shirt. Reviewparty.com.com. Click shop. Why stop there? Don't stop now. Don't stop me now, because I'm buying a t-shirt. I'm buying a shirt. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the second half of the episode, and welcome to... Celebrity Reviews! The, the cameras are sh- flashing sweet, away. Yeah, sweet drum solo, dude. That too. <laughs> <laughs> Celebrity reviews, I, I mean... Do you, this is, this so the name says it all. The name says it all. We really didn't get too creative on that. I don't, I don't need, to, just need to shake it up. It's, uh, it's a review that a celebrity did. In this uh, case, our, our esteemed celebrity is... Uh, let me go to his Yelp profile and, uh, and get, get the exact deets. Just one second. 
probably should have had that queued up, but it, it only just now occurred to me. <laughs> Come on, bro. We're running out of time this week. This no, is... I'm getting pissed off. Yelp user Jeremy, quote, Big Papa S. Uh, his little Yelp uh, tagline is, Yelp, I'm the CEO. The man happens to be uh, elite forever it seems uh-huh 2023 22 21 20 19 18 17 16 15 there's 14 nine more years as elite in the ellipses yes it was elite before the internet existed probably probably yes this is yelp ceo oh uh, we got the the, the good because i was like jeremy s bro there's a picture Ooh. of him with with Drinking white wine with Bono here. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That is a flex. All right. That's kind of, that's a hard flex. And I'm not saying like in a cringe way. I'm impressed, bro. So I've got, a, I've got, I mean, obviously he's written tons of reviews. He was, he was on, he was first on the scene, <laughs> but I've, I've sampled a few here that I think are, are fun and whimsical. This is Jeremy S's review of Shalimar. Uh, which is now closed, but we don't care. The review lives on. It's an Indian restaurant uh, of Shalimar. Jeremy writes, damn good Pakistani. But did you really need me to tell you that? Probably not, since this place is an SF institution. That's San Francisco for us Midwesterners. Super fucking institution. So is it a dumpy little... (laughs) So is it a dumpy hole in the wall? Sure. But it's in the loin, so what did you expect? Do they have the best tikka lahori and best sikh kebab mulai? Yeah, this place is legit. Should I wear a cocktail dress and my favorite earrings? Yes, if you'd like to get mugged. Four stars. <laughs> uh, he updated his review. That was from 2006. There's an update from 2011. Jeremy writes, The food is okay, though not amazing, but the space is neither comfortable nor clean looking. Though much less what? scary than the Tenderloin location. I'm guessing the restaurant moved. Oh, okay. After ordering, I try to stay focused on the conversation I'm having with my dining companion to avoid thinking about the environment I'm in. For more comfy and tasty experience, I prefer Lahore Karahi. These days, I don't like stress served up with my doll. Guess it's a sign of old age. Three stars. Wow. He went, what a heel turn. I guess that's the opposite of a heel turn. A uh, turn to the heel, bro. <laughs> a toe turn right there. Toe turn. Toe tap. I, you know, I'm, I want to trust. I want to trust this place, move location, maybe got new management and just. Started couldn't, sucking. Couldn't make it. Yeah, start, might have started sucking. That It happens to the best of them. Yeah. That's a, that's a sad feel when <laughs> one of your favorite spizots starts yeah. slinging up the Chris app. Like, dang, what happened? Oh, well. Yeah. Guess that. I guess this is growing up. <laughs> it makes you feel like Blink One Eighty Two, man. Yeah. That's that's not good for anybody. Here's a review of Seward Mini Park. It's like s- slides just in the middle of of the city in San Francisco. Okay, like concrete slides. <laughs> so here's his review. It's actually a review of the day from from seven seven oh seven. He writes, W2F, fun slides in the middle of nowhere. Which supervisor authorized this pork barrel spending? (laughs) They should have built the slides in Union Square. We can all enjoy them during our lunch breaks. It's heartbreaking how isolated these concrete shoots are. But alas, I found them. Hell yeah, I did. And I even had a whole beer in me when I did. Oh, plus, it was 1am. Hell yes. So yeah, they are scarier than they look. I thought my pants were going to rip off if I fell off my little cardboard box, but I didn't fall off the box, so I'm not really sure if there's serious nudity risk. I'll give it a nudity probability rating of 10%. (laughs) Anyways, if you haven't already, freaking go find this place. It's crazy. Kind of like the Twilight Zone or the Nexus of the Universe or something. You'll laugh, you'll cry, you'll run up the hill and go again. Tomorrow, I'm going to find a contractor to build me a slide in the Yelp office or maybe a fireman's pole. We need more schoolyard modes of transport in our daily lives. Five stars. All due respect, Jeremy. I think he was reaching that review a little bit. Reaching. Trying to find the sauce and there was no sauce. And, you know, you don't, if there's no sauce, you just want to go with the flow. Be like water, you know. (laughs) Fit into whatever review container. Don't force it, right? 
Yeah, she was like, oh, come on, you know what's cool? These these abstract paintings, it might be like, and, uh... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then, uh, yes, uh, I'm, a, I'm quirky, I'm gonna put one in the office. <laughs> okay. This- after, after shit-talking it in the beginning, bro, I see you. <laughs> this one might be more our speed. This is a review of Rose's Lounge in <clears throat> Chicago, Illinois. And I'll actually read, Rose G., the business owner, writes about the business. Rose's Lounge is much like your grandma's basement. We treat everyone like family. It may seem rough around the edges, but it is the cheapest, friendliest place in Chicago. Uh, And of Rose's Lounge, Jeremy writes, guess how much a beer costs here? Seriously, please guess. I'll I'll wait. Uh, $5. $1. Let's go. No, I shit you not. Dan B and I ordered beers at 11.30 p.m. on a Thursday night, and the bartender said $2. I thought he meant per beer, so I handed him a five, and he gave me back three dollars in change. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> so what if this place is a smelly dive, and there were only three other sketchy people in the entire bar? Well, since they sell beer for a dollar, I'm remarkably able to look past all of their shortcomings. Cheers. Four stars. It's like the tales of old. What a time of past. My uncle tells me about, about he's like, yeah, Brent. Tavern used to be the place to be. Place to do 50 cent beer nights. Oh, cheap to get drunk. Oof. Not like that anymore, boy. That was a review from 2006. So that kind of is the days of old. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. Could be. I, I even, I guess when I, around when I became legal, I do remember dollar beer wasn't totally out of the question, right? Well, in Kenosha. <laughs> in Kenosha, it'd be free flowing, my guy. It is plentiful. They're trying to get rid of it, you know? <laughs> we got to drink it or it'll flow into the lake. <laughs> and you don't want that foam freezing up. You don't want no rotten cliffs. ice, you know? Yep. People falling in there. Bro, we... I don't think there was a... a past the statute of limitations on this, I don't think there was a winter where I did not go out on the <laughs> ice flows. There's, that, photo, uh, there's video evidence of me yeah, on the ice. Of, of you on the ice, me <laughs> with a camera on the ice. <laughs> jumping around on the ice, trying throwing stuff down on the ice, jumping back up. <laughs> all the things you shouldn't do, all the things that the school warned us to do with these giant ice cliffs that form on Lake Michigan. <laughs> I, I was hipping and hopping, dancing, bro. Going out, you know, you going far, going wistful with it, going far enough to from the shore that no one would hear me scream. (laughs) (laughs) That was cool. You go like four hundred (laughs) feet. Oh yeah, like a football. You could go uh, like a couple of those, like a whole football field out. Oh, so cool. Remember that? Was that the our freshman year or sophomore year where the the wind, the blizzard, blizzard came? Freshman year, yeah, two thousand eleven. All the doors were swinging open and snow was drifting into the buildings. Ten feet high. Oh, that was wicked. Uh, we got more from Jeremy, though. Yeah, we got Not a few to more. Go to Nostalgia uh, Town over some alcohol. Here's a review of Chevy's Fresh Mex. Uh, Yelp reports it's not closed, but good thing we have this review from 2004. <laughs> Jeremy writes, it's like a Chili's, but more Mex than Tex. Chicken fajitas are the only edible thing on the menu. <laughs> Chips and salsa are killer, too. I don't know how, how, how you suss those two, Jeremy. <laughs> but wait, update. Since originally writing this review, I've had a few horrible experiences here. On one occasion, we waited an hour for our food, only to find out that the managers had a fight with the cooks, and the cooks took off. Another time, the salsa they served us tasted strange, and we asked our waitress to try it. Kind of strange. She said it was totally normal, huh? <laughs> this place needs to go to Chain Heaven. You know, where you'll find the dead Bob's Big Boys, Bob Evans, and Steak and Shakes. Wow, Puke-o-rama. One star. I was starting to think, I was like, does Jeremy just have bad luck with regular spots? I was starting to think Jeremy's a bad but judge of character. It also could be that I picked the saltiest reviews I could find. <laughs> No, no, we would never paint any CEOs in a bad light. This has got to be what all is. I think he's a bad judge. <laughs> he's getting burned too many times. You you say you've just found the salty ones. I I can't. I 
wouldn't be able to fill up my finger my fingers on one hand with pla- like places I've gone to regularly mm-hmm. that I thought went downhill. You know that I couldn't predict going downhill. She's saying he's just picking bad places and then returning to bad places. <laughs> yeah, he's returning to. He's going to a bad place. He's fired up on it because he's hopped up on writing reviews or whatever the Yelp CEO <laughs> gets. And then upon returning a few times, the 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 fog is lifted, and he's like, "Oh shit." Well, Th- this he, place sucks. He may have played right into your hands with this final review I've selected. <laughs> <laughs> this is a review of Ruby Sky, uh, which is a dance club in San Francisco. Dance club. Yeah. Uh, Jeremy writes, this was a great place in 2000. Played. Two stars. <laughs> played. He said played. this place is played out now, bro. Wow. The audace on this man. The cojones. You know... Uh, it, <laughs> four four quick years went by, and and that place turned played. This place is so two thousand, bro. Well, it looks like it. Uh, it lasted until twenty twenty one, bro. Maybe he's right. It was played. It was played. <laughs> it's played out, dude. <laughs> I could have saw that coming. So if you're that, listening to old Jeremy, you'd be knowing about these businesses. Stop that's, that's going like, to that place. It's just going to close in 20 years. Check out Jeremy. Sort Jeremy's reviews by edit always. So you're on the up and up on when <laughs> places are starting to be played, bro. <laughs> uh, so that is just a, a tiny, tiny peek inside the mind of the Yelp CEO and what he thinks is lame. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have a review. We'll leave the Yelp land. Usually if I bring a non-Amazon or it's a Yelper. But this week, maybe through Destiny, something brought me to TripAdvisor. So I went to TripAdvisor. They said great places to go. I clicked on one. Uh, I clicked on um, Scottsdale, Arizona. I said, take me there, TripAdvisor. They said great places to go in Scottsdale. They said uh, Western Spirit, Scottsdale's Museum of the West. Mm-hmm. I said, all right, Scottsdale, let me, let me sort this by negative reviews. And that brought me... <laughs> Two, Bob S.'s review of uh, Western Spirit, Scottsdale's Museum of the West. Bob S. titles their review not, not what you might think. My wife and I visited the Western Spirit Museum expecting to see a large collection of artifacts of the Old West. And I was greatly disappointed. Make no mistake, this is an art museum. If the art is the reason for visiting this museum, you'll probably have a great time. I expected to see artifacts owned and used by some famous characters in the West. I saw a display of badges of various law enforcement categories. With all the famous lawmen of the West, there are no badges attributed to a single person. There was a display of saddles and other tack, almost all from the 20th century. There was a display of firearms, but they were described as props used in making of early Western movies. There were businesses and playing cards used by John Wesley Harden after his relief from prison, and some admission ticket stubs and participant badges from rodeos and Wild West shows. The only satisfying item I saw was a pistol owned and used by Kit Carson. If you are an art lover, you will have a great time. If you want to see a badge or gun worn by Wyatt Earp or a whiskey flask used by Doc Holliday, you should look elsewhere. Two stars. <laughs> Sometimes you just know what you want, man. <laughs> I, I'm a simple man. All I want to see is the exact Marshall's badge that Wyatt Earp rode from the OK Corral shoot, shoot, shootout. <laughs> what's what's the problem? We don't have that? He did go into this museum with a lot of expectations, didn't he? All I want to see... It's the flask that Doc Holliday drank from when he was, like, in the movie Tombstone, and he said, I'll be your huckleberry. Is that too much to ask? (laughs) I want a montage of every time Doc Holliday went, hmm, in his movies. Is that so much to ask? Uh, Well, yeah, he died. I want to see, let my prints out of all the diseases Doc Holliday had. So I can say that's when men really lived. I just had a revelation. Uh-huh. My brain's outer space just beamed a message to my 
brain, bro. I'm, I'm Jimmy Neutron in this bitch. Bob S. uses TripAdvisor, right? Yeah, he does. TripAdvisor is a great website to find out about places you can travel to <laughs> before you travel to them. Uh. There's a pre- some pretty lengthy descriptions. There's even 646 reviews of this place, many of which I read saying this is more of an art museum than an artifact museum. <laughs> Probably lots of pictures, too, I, I assume. I, I would say an abundance of pictures. Now, I don't want to misconstrue or misrepresent the, the point I, I'm assuming you're trying to make. Uh-huh. You're not trying to say this was entirely preventable, are you? <laughs> I'm saying that this was absolutely entirely the fault of the museum. Thank you. Obviously, <laughs> they misrepresented themselves. There is false advertising somewhere. Let me. I'll take. It might take a while to find it. But there's got to be some false advertising. Why All right. don't we have the mustache trimmings from Wyatt Earp from the <laughs> barber shop in the town he went through? Who's that one cowboy that used the? Who's the cowboy guy? Why don't we have Billy the Kid's suspenders? Uh-huh. That cowboy? I don't know. Where's John Wayne's cup? I know he. He wrote a cup. I think we were thinking about John Wayne. John Wayne's who I'm thinking about. So now I can make those joke. Where is John Wayne's job strap from when he was in the, <laughs> the the chase with the other horses from down the lane in the Ghost Town Review on August 16th? When is it? 1875? Is that the Wild West times? That'll do. Yeah, that's Wild West, right? It's wild enough. The, the, the steam age. They had steams and creams. Depends on where you are, yeah. Why did they have the steams and the creams of 1875? Hmm? That seems pretty basic for a Western spirit museum of the West. <laughs> they didn't have a lot of horses either. I kind of like, I kind of like. Yeehaw. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, yeehaw. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Do you have a review? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This I don't know. It it uh, it sort of bubbled up. You know, you hear about those those like swampy areas where the bubbles. Oh yeah, but it's bubbling because a because an animal is decomposing down there. Sure, kind of <laughs> like my ass. It's kind of like this review here. <laughs> sure, this is an Adam and Eve costume standard. I don't know how I, I've had uh, just a, a Halloween costume review sitting out that I never used, but here, oh my uh-huh. god, they're they're holding one of the worst apples of all kind, <laughs> all one of the worst kinds of apples of all time, uh, an awful one. I'm gonna send you uh, a picture of this. Sure, this uh, probably the worst thing you we can play the describe to the audience game. <laughs> Oh, wow. When you said Adam and Eve, I pictured something very sexy. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that nipple on that costume is actually making me feel very, like, sick to my stomach. So, okay, audience, this is, these are one skin-colored onesie PJs with a zipper on the front. You can see the dude's zipper on the front. There are, like, 25-cent fake leaves. It looks like like if you buy a cheap fake cornucopia or something from yeah. Hobby Lobby, like you know those fake plastic leaves over the crotch. The lady, it's a man and a lady. The lady has over the boobies too. Uh, they have, uh, I, oh my god, <laughs> they're wearing leaf crowns like. Julius Caesar. <laughs> I don't think that's an attribute of Adam and Eve, is it? It's a little confusing, isn't it? It's very strong. I've never seen an, an, uh, a representation of Adam and Eve with like a a leaf, a little a Julius Caesar leaf crown. And then the, the other accessories is Eve, who also has a disgusting blonde wig. Really um, bad. Why does Eve have to be blonde? <laughs> This seems like if you want to wear a wig, that's fine, but sort of bring your own wig. I don't, I'm uncomfortable with that. 
you would have to be blonde if you're Eve. But anyway, um, she's got a red and delicious apple. It just looks, I don't know why she's fucking holding it. And then the guy has a plastic snake around his neck. And the guy has a fake nipple. I don't know, painted, plastered. <laughs> it looks fucking so gross. Yeah. Like, it looks so... Uh... Why Why not just make it all skin color, like an anime character or something? Yeah, so it's a very cheap-looking costume. <laughs> yeah. TLDR. Here is Booker's review. Booker titles their review. Company needs to really correct the Eve costume. Uh, and Booker writes, The Adam fits my hubby well, and he is 5'8", 160 pounds. The Eve is not standard. I am five feet and a half inch and 115 pounds, and it's tight on my legs, and the crotch to neck are very short. It rides up and gives major wedgies front and back, lol. Oh, okay. <laughs> and pulls down the neck area and feels very uncomfortable. I have a rather short torso area, so I can't imagine anyone being able to wear this unless you are shorter than five feet tall. And the arms are swimming on me, so baggy, yet the legs are so tight, it's like I have nude tights on. Looks ridiculous and feels ridiculous. The leaves are not even in the right places. Now I gotta figure out another costume last minute. One star. Is the theme of this episode preventable experiences? <laughs> yes. Thank you. <laughs> Looking at this picture, audience, it's the. Ch- I've seen a lot of cheap Halloween costumes, you know. I'm an American. I'm constantly pelted every year with cheap Halloween costume propaganda. I've seen people wear them. I've worn them. I've seen them all over the internet. I've laughed at them. This is some <laughs> of the cheapest shit <laughs> costumes I've ever seen. What are you expecting? Quality. Of course, it's some like malformed like garbage. You know how what Red Dog beer is just like Miller Lite that didn't pass the quality check. That's what this costume is. Of course, they're going to send you some shit that didn't pass the quality check it is so for the bad. slightly less cheap costumes. Like, look, quote, looks ridiculous and feels ridiculous. Did you look at the costume before you clicked order? <laughs> Not as. Exactly. I told you. Sounds like you got what you paid for, Even gamer. In the best, if this was perfect, if the nipple was like, you weren't. <laughs> You want to say, is that your real nipple? Because it looks like a real nipple. (laughs) You would still be a naked person walking around looking pretty ridiculous. I I never shame people for buying something they could have bought the parts of and put together themselves, Uh right? Yeah. You know, pre-owned computers, that's a good example. A lot of people say, don't buy a pre-built, put it together yourself. And I'm like, well, why do you go to to freaking – uh, Jersey Mike's and buy a pre-built sandwich, bro. You can buy the bread and you know put it. You, you can make that bread and grow the vegetables yourself, <laughs> right? You know, it, it's it's just it's just different scales. You pay for the convenience sometimes, but part of the whole the Halloween fun is putting the costume together yourself a little bit. I understand I like if that. you don't have time, it's last minute. But this would take no fucking time, bro, to order a, <laughs> a skin color onesie. And to glue some fucking leaves to your tits, dude. It would t- it would take negative time, bro. It would take Fuji less time apple. to write that stupid review. You fucking yeah. Oh, God. Go to your local grocer and grab yeah, a God. buy a better apple than that. Let me tell you that Eve is not going to be tempted by a red delicious. Let's just put that <laughs> out there. <laughs> yeah, you know. Try again, <laughs> Satan. I I like honey crisp. How do you think God heard Eve all the way from up in heaven? She bit that sweet tango, bro, and just the explosion <laughs> the, the of sound. crunch. <laughs> the sweet tango crunch is like that bounty hunter bomb from Star Wars, <laughs> where all the song sound in the in the universe is sucked into it, and then boong shoots out and blows up a bunch of asteroids. Oh snap! You didn't eat that apple, did you? I know you ate the apple. I saw the Star Wars SFX, <laughs> Eve. I was there for the galaxy far, far away, okay? I know. I saw that. And I was like, that's the most bitching part of the, the prequels. God, that's what God said. God yeah, was like, yeah. I love that part in the prequels. I'm going to make that bomb sort of into an apple, all right? <laughs> now, saving it on these trees, and you took a damn bite, didn't you? Uh, yeah, Yes. Adam's just standing over there, like sweating with his weird nipple out. <laughs> Satan wrapped around his neck, <laughs> chilling. 
Oh boy. We're, we're sorry, God. We we're sorry, man. <laughs> you know, we're real we're real like sorry, God. Like <laughs> I'm not even mad, I'm just disappointed. I saw the apple and I was like, Oh, not a red delicious <laughs> sweet. Why didn't you make the sin apple red delicious, God? <laughs> That's fucked up. <laughs> Okay, I think I don't think we're topping that. No. Uh anywhere anytime <laughs> soon. Thanks for listening. Listen to reviewparty.com 138. You made it this far. You've already been blessed with the best bit of the episode. We should front load that. Do editing <laughs> magic. Uh so that's your you're welcome for listening this week. Uh if you'd like to get some more hot your welcomes in your ears, uh every Tuesday we got new episodes of this podcast. That's right. Hashtag Tuesday Reviews Day. Uh, every morning, that it, that starts with a Tuesday. You get you can listen to this podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Stitcher, hi Stitchers, hi Spotify's, hi everybody. Anyway, uh, if, if you have a funny review that you want to send to us, we'd love to read it. We, we might read it on air and go ha 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 at it. Uh, email uh, a hyperlink or a screenshot of the review to reviewparty.com. And we'd love for you to include your uh, name or a moniker, an AKA, a gamer tag that we could uh, give you some credit for for your hard review finding mm-hmm. work. We'll do it, Matt. I've I've been talking enough. All right, give it to me. If you want to holler at us, you can holler at us on the social medias of the day, like Instagram and TikTok at Review Party Pod or Twitter. I, just, I messed it up. I messed it up. <laughs> like. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just throw, I'm throwing this That's out. Not so easy, is it? Not so fucking easy, is it, bro? It's like you put me on the spot. I was totally not prepared for this same thing I say every week. <laughs> at reviewparty.com on Instagram and TikTok, at reviewpartypod on Twitter, or go to reviewparty.com.com. You, I'm never going to lead you astray, and I will tell you that it is a place where you can spend lots and lots of time. Uh, what What did I write about on the blog recently? Uh, <laughs> yeah, how, how an idiot. Uh, of, of of an owner started attacking people and threatening to sue them for their negative reviews and then in turn got sued by the state <laughs> attorney general <laughs> that just sounds like a satisfying story arc to it's read, satisfying read. <laughs> go, go check that out uh there's all yeah so that's on the blog but there's also all the episodes the shop it's lots of blue content uh you can learn just minor details about us as well <laughs> us our friends our friends who include a certain band. A band, Nosebleeds. They have songs. One of them, Bread for Breakfast. You've been hearing it, whether you fucking like it or not. <laughs> um, but if you do fucking like it, uh, you can like a lot more of their songs, uh, like we do. Go look them up on Spotify, Bread for Breakfast. Thanks for letting us use your theme. Letting us use your song for our theme, boys. Let's go, brother. Um... We gotta get out of here, dude. We're falling apart. Red delicious <laughs> jokes just tear us apart at the se- at the fucking seams. Uh, last week on Review Party 137, dedicated listeners will remember we talked about a chicken nugget keychain. <laughs> well, for the namesake of the episode, we learned about the chicken nugget fanatic. Here's another review uh, from Amazon for the chicken nugget keychain. Ch- chicken keychain. Stylish chicken food accessories. Perfect for backpacks, bags, purses, wallets, cute car keychain, real stick imitation fried chicken keychain. Fake food. It's a chicken nugget on a keychain. Chad S. I deserve you neat. <laughs> All right, Chad. They write really neat, fairly small. Takes about a month to get. Five no. stars. 